Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We had round two kickoff last night between the Penrith Panthers and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. We are going to give our quick review of that game this morning. We are recording from Wagga Wagga. We have got the show at the Riverina Hotel, 6pm tonight. So if you are around, please come down and say hello. Got some beers and break-evens hats there for any Supercoach fans. If you come and find me and Timmy first, uh, we'll throw some of those your way. So very excited. I've also got some Guru hats as well uh, that I'm only mentioning here. So if you do listen to this one, today and you are coming to the show, come find me and I can chuck you some guru hats your way. So very, very exciting. The River Inn Hotel, 6pm tonight. It is going to be unreal. Popped into the pub this morning. Uh, fantastic little area. Fantastic people. Really, really looking forward to it. Alright, let's get stuck into the game last night and I guess off the top, want to address what occurred at halftime last night. Uh, a racial slur at Latrell Mitchell. Uh, simply no place for it in our game and I really do hope that all my listeners uh, clearly understand that. I mean, I think when you had a look at social media last night, it always is the way with social media that uh, there's always a couple of people that have a rogue, stupid, ridiculous take on it, each to their own, sure. Um, but excusing you know, any form of racism because someone makes a lot of money is fucking backwards. It is just insane. Uh, and look, as I said, it's always the way with social media. It's always the negative things that always really stand out to you. It's the one or two in the crowd that is the loudest with their ridiculous opinion that always stands out to you. But I was I was very happy to see the vast majority. And when I say the vast majority, I mean 99.9% of people on social media saying that we have no place, obviously no place for this in our game, but just no place for it in society. We just need to be better. The vast majority of people are, as I said, and I am stoked with that. Uh, but to have this sort of things happening, it is just, it's embarrassing. And I sort of thought last night when it happened, I thought, fuck, how on earth does this person not have mates around them that are going, hey, mate, come on, don't be a fucking idiot, essentially. Uh, to find out this morning that it was a child, that obviously changes it a little bit. But the word child means under 18. I'm hearing probably a 17-year-old. Um, I'm hearing that it was a 17-year-old. I don't know whether it's true or not. We'll just have to wait and see, guys. But uh, still, at that age, you just know better. I've coached. 
I've coached many under 16, 17 foot footy sides. Like, fuck, just you've got to be better than that. It's as simple as that. We don't want it in our game. I'm really stoked with the approach that the Rabbitohs coach JD took last night. He was firm, um, and that's how it should be. And I think that every single person in the rugby league community would feel the same way. So very disappointing to off like that. Uh, but I just wanted to address it and get it off off the chest straight away because it is very disappointing. All right, let's get into the game, though. We did have a cracker, and I think that was sort of forgotten last night. The Penrith Panthers coming off their loss in round one to the Brisbane Broncos and coming off World Club Challenge loss as well. Would have been three games in a row. The Penrith Penrith Panthers faithful could have seen them lose at home, which is just about unheard of over the last few years. It is unheard of. Two in a row is crazy. Three in a row would have been unbelievable. So it didn't surprise them. They did get the job done. South Sydney... As per usual with South Sydney, they were tenacious and fuck did they hang in the contest. I thought they were really good South Sydney, considering the amount of middles they were missing. You know, David Wiley started in the front row. He came off after about four or five sets, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, I thought South Sydney, they did really well to hang in this contest. Uh, a lot of people telling me, oh, the Panthers are back. I, I don't know if they're back completely, to be honest with you. I mean, it was a good win. It was a gritty win, but they're still far from where they were, you know, last year and whatnot. And it's early parts in the season, so I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting here putting a red Sharpie through them or whatever. I do still think they will work it out. Uh, but just to say that the Panthers are back, I probably think that's a little bit over the top. I still think they are a working project. I think that the next two weeks uh, will be really, really important for them. They go into a bye this week. I believe they're getting down to Kiama for a little camp. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if we do see... A bit of a new look, Penrith Panthers side come out of the bye next week. Uh, obviously, you get two weeks to prepare. They get two weeks to regroup. It's been a big few years for the Penrith Panthers, and I think that the way that they handle the next two weeks and the way that they utilise their time, time over the next two weeks will be very important. Uh, some guys that I thought were really good. Luke Garner. Um, I, I was sitting here last night before the game started going, fuck, I don't know if this bloke's going to have a spot in the team for very much longer. I, I understand he dropped, I think he dropped one ball over the trial line, maybe two or whatever, which is disappointing. But I thought other than that, he was pretty good. Um, you have a look through his game. He had 10 hit-ups for, you know, 100 metres, 30 post-contact. He had nine tackle breaks. He had a line break, um, you know, line break assist, which was a little bit controversial there, the one that he sort of dropped out the back. Uh, but it still led to a try, so whatever. Two offloads, 30 tackles. But what I liked, he only missed two tackles. Thought he was much better. Defense still didn't play the eighty minutes, which I, I thought was interesting. I thought he would have. I think he played about sixty six, uh, and then it was interesting to see Liam Martin float over to the left side for a period of time there, which was uh, an intriguing little one there. But I thought Luke Garner was really good in this game. I thought he was impressive. I thought he had a good game. So credit to him, uh, Lindsay Smith. He was the nineteenth man, I believe. Uh, so I think that we saw uh, Hosking. Sorry, and apologies too, guys. I'm pointing out on YouTube this week. I've got no idea why. I've been calling him Zach Hoskins for the last six months or so. There is no S on the end. It's Hosking. So I apologize for that. Zach Hosking, I genuinely thought it had an S on it. So I'll wear that one. And thank you to whoever pointed that out. Good to know. Uh, on here, sounding like a complete nut of moron at times. So good to know that. Uh, but yeah, I thought the Panthers, he was good. I thought Jerome Lewis had a pretty good game as well. Um, you know, I, I thought there was a controversial call at one point that by the book was probably right. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I feel a bit tough for guys when you when you got fellas getting up to play the ball and you're hitting the defender's knee with the ball, uh, which is a, which is a bit of a tough one there. But I do understand by the letter of the law you have got to clear the play the ball space. So I understand that one. Uh, I thought that the Nathan Cleary, uh, I've got a lot of backlash over that. A lot of people disagree with the decision that was made. Look, I think if you just apply some rugby league common sense, I think you find that when Tom Burgess is on the ground wrestling to get back up and 
a finger touches the ball from Nathan Cleary and it falls out. For me, that's a loose carry every day of the week. And I think that people that understand rugby league and how it works, I think the vast majority would agree with that. I understand that you, you like you can make the argument if you want hands in the ruck, but it wasn't really. I, I think it was a loose carry. Uh, I was even talking to um, Matty the Waterboy this morning, who's a South Sydney diehard, and he said the same thing. He went, fuck, if a, if a finger touching the ball knocks it loose, you're not holding it well enough. And that's just, I think that's the end of the story there. I thought that was a, a very strange take by, oh, I won't say a lot of people out there, but by a few people out there that messaged me. A couple of guys in my group chat as well, some of my mates who, some of them are South Sydney fans, some of them aren't, to be fair, that sort of thought that was uh, a penalty, which I just found bizarre. It just, it looked like a rugby league common sense call to me, and I think all the commentators agreed. So an interesting one there. I do wonder if it wasn't Nathan Cleary, how people, if they would maybe look at it a little bit differently if it wasn't the Penrith Panthers as well. Uh, so yeah, an interesting one there, but I, I personally thought that was a loose carry every day of the week and I would have been I could understand if the if the if the bunker made you know a different call because sometimes the bunker can be too black and white with the rules but I thought you know and the, the the bunker doesn't do this all that much to be honest with you I thought that was a really good rugby league common sense call and I backed it um Nath Cleary uh Good game without being a great game. Wasn't fantastic from him. Pretty quiet. Obviously, captain him in Supercoach. So that's going to hurt me this week, without a doubt. Big kick in the dick there. Uh, he obviously went off at halftime with an injury. Came back on in the second half and was all good. So the buyers probably arrived at a good time for them. I thought Stephen Crichton was really strong. He had a really good game. 137 metres, uh, 50 post contact, line break, two tackle breaks. Had the try as well. Zero missed tackles, which is always good to see. 19 tackles, zero missed. was fa- fantastic. I thought Brian Toto was solid as well. Obviously, scored a try. Renfrew is 100. 170 odd meters, very solid. I think when you have a look at the back five, these are the meters they ran. Edwards, 150. Taruva, 200. Isaac Tungo, 144. Stephen Crichton, 137. Brian Toto, 168. So, pretty good effort there. When, when your centers are going for 140 and everyone else is doing 160. Us, uh, that's a very, very good effort there from the Penrith Panthers, so credit to them. I thought the forward pack was better this week. Um, obviously, we got to see a little bit more of Sonny Luke, and I think you guys can sort of start to see and appreciate what I've been talking about. Uh, they look so much better with him on the field, and when Mitch Kenny is at nine, it does look a little bit clunky. Credit to Mitch Kenny. There was, there was a try that they scored, that, that Stephen Crichton scored, where he threw a brilliant pass, but even in that moment when you watch Mitch Kenny, he got the ball, and he was ready to, to throw it out on, on a left-to-right pass, and he turned his body around to throw it on the good side, uh, which is your right to left side. I think that sort of shows what I'm talking about with his service and everything. They are a little bit clunky. He's a fantastic defender, but I just think that Sonny Luke needs to be on the field more. Did speak to Sonny Luke this week. He mentioned to me that he is still recovering from an injury. So there is reason behind why he's only playing limited minutes at the moment. So, you know, as I said on Bloke in a Bar that I think sort of got missed a little bit, I opened that conversation with maybe there's more to it, injury, etc. but I just don't understand what's going on. Turns out Ivan has a reason for it. It is because Sonny Luke is still recovering from an injury he had in the preseason. So I think as the season goes, you will start to see more and more minutes uh Sonny Luke, the Liam Martin, had a couple of errors here and there, but I thought for the whole, for the most part, he was really solid and tough. Isaiah Yo went at his work as per usual. Uh, so, yeah, good game from the Penny Panthers. Uh, just good for them to get a win. It obviously came down to the very last play with Dylan Edwards making a big play, uh, then got in the face of the South Sydney Rabbitohs fans, which I'm all for, personally. We want we want controversy. We want rivalries. Um, it's probably a little bit out of character for Dylan. He sort of said that after the game a little bit too, but I really don't have a problem with it. You see Cody and Latrell getting stuck into people all the time, and I'm all for that as well, so uh, is what it is. Uh, the Rabbitohs, fuck, they did well to hang in this game, considering the middles that they were missing and everything. 
Penrith at home. Penrith, who did look better. I, I just thought that they, they did really well. I think you've got to also remember with South Sydney, any game that you play, you know, against the Cronulla Sharks is always tough. It takes a lot out of you with their forward pack. To then go the next week to Penrith um, to play them and, and to play a forward pack with something to prove. Whilst the Rabbitohs are, are missing a heap of guys, I thought they were really impressive. Uh, I thought Latrell Mitchell ha- had a pretty solid game, had a number of really nice touches. You'd tell that Nath Cleary is trying to catch him out very early with his kicking game. Didn't quite get to um, take advantage of that um, throughout the game. Didn't quite work out that way, but I think he quickly shifted his attention to Isaac Thompson, who received a lot of bombs his way and made a couple errors off the back of it. And geez, Nath was hitting them sweetly. So you do feel a little bit sorry for Isaac Thompson. I thought Isaiah Tass and Campbell Graham were very good as well. Uh, obviously, Isaiah Tass scored a cracking individual try. That was unreal. Ran for 168 metres, 50 post contact. He was very impressive. Campbell Graham just went about his work as per usual. Um, Lachlan Elias sort of got brought down to earth a little bit this week, but he's he the, the guy that you saw last week, the highlights and all that, that's not Lachlan Elias's game, realistically. Um, and this is why, you know, I, I, a lot of people wanted to, you know, boost him up uh, their draft charts this year. And I understood why, because second year and all that, but I just don't think he's going to consistently be the guy he was last week. And I don't need him to be the guy that he was consistently last week. I just need him to do the little things right, which he tends to do, Elias. So if you brought him in in Supercoach last week, I think he scored about 25 or something. And then uh, I just, I always, I think this is always going to be Elias. I don't think he's ever going to be a huge scoring player in Supercoach. I think he's going to be similar to Chad Temple. I think he's going to be a really, really solid halfback who can win you games, who can get you into finals footy. But I just don't think the attack output is there, in my opinion. Damien Cook was solid once again, got through a heap of work. Uh, I guess he's a good player, Damien Cook. Very, very solid. Um, 60-odd tackles last night. Very impressive with a few runs and uh, just kept his cool the entire game. I thought Colin Montungi strong again. I thought Cheekham did well too, actually. Uh, Cheekham, obviously a guy that came into first grade with a heap of potential, a heap of talent. Never quite lived up to it, uh, but I think he has played well since being at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Cam Murray. I guess you could argue a quiet game by Cam Murray's standards, but, I mean, even when you say a quiet game, still 133 metres, a tackle break, 40 tackles, uh, a line break assist. Like, he still got into his work, Cam Murray. So, credit to him. Oh, obviously, the bench, you know, Jed Cartwright, Shaq Mitchell. Shout out to Shaq Mitchell. Fucking hell. 51 minutes. He was incredible. I'll read you out his stat sheet. For a guy that, you know, you look at and you go, fuck, is he, is he up to being a first-grade front-row forward? Is he fit enough? All this sort of stuff that people are constantly asking questions about him. Uh, he played 50 minutes against the Penrith Panthers. He ran for 155 metres off 15 runs, so that's 10 metres per run. He had one tackle break. He made 33 tackles as well. So credit to Shaq Mitchell. I think a lot of people question why he's in the team, why he's in the squad, because he's Latrell's brother, whatever the hell you want to say. If you didn't sit back last night and watch Shaq Mitchell and go, fuck, he's actually performing really well against arguably the best forward pack in the competition. Credit to him. I thought he was fantastic. Uh, Saluka Fafita didn't play big minutes, 25 minutes. Did his job, nine runs for 90 metres, 12 or 13 um, tackles there, 16 tackles. He missed three tackles, to be fair, in 25 minutes. Uh, so probably needs to lift that a little bit. Uh, and then Blake Taff. I thought this was a really interesting one. To carry Blake Taff on the bench in Jersey 14 when you're chasing points essentially the entire game and only put him on for the last seven minutes. Uh, I wasn't too sure about that one, to be honest with you. I agree with the vast majority of things that JD does, uh, but I thought that was an interesting little take there. In saying that, where would you have put him? 
I'm not too sure. Do you want to put another spot defender out there for the Penrith Panthers to target? Maybe that was JD's thinking. I'm, I'm not entirely sure, to be honest with you. Uh, but South Sydney, despite a loss, I still think there is plenty of positives to take out of that game for the Bunnies. Um, I think that they... I'm, I'm not, Actually, I'm not sure I was going to say. I think they play someone next week. I'm not sure who it is, so I won't just spit out of my ass there. Uh, but South Sydney, I think they can take positives from it. To play the Sharkies into Penrith and come out with a one-on-one record, um, and to go to Penrith and only lose by six without a heap of middle forward. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I thought that was really, really impressive. After going to Shark Park against the Sharkies, takes a lot of tank, and I thought they did well. And I mean, here we are. If, if Dylan Edwards was, you know, off that last play, AJ scored, we're probably going to extra time. I'm confident Latrell Mitchell kicks up from the sideline. He would have absolutely loved that sort of thing there. So South Sydney, a disappointing loss because um, you would have been hoping to go there and beat the Penny Panthers. But I think all things considered, South Sydney fans, I think you should be very, very excited about this year and how they performed in that game in particular. All things considered, um, you know, not all losses are a train wreck and I definitely don't think last night was one of those for South Sydney. So positives to take out. Penrith got the W though, which is all they needed to do. Sometimes you just find that winning can do a weird thing. Getting a win and then going into a two-week camp that they'll enjoy themselves they were fresh themselves, and uh, personally, I'm not sure who the Panthers play when they come out of this uh, by round four. The Panthers play the Eels. Oh, good God, the Eels on Thursday night, 8 p.m. Of course, I, sh- I should have remembered that. Parramatta playing everyone that has a buy in the first six weeks. Uh, so yeah, that'll be a cracking game in round four. The Penny Panthers off a win with two weeks to prepare for the Parramatta Eels. I think that'll be the return of Ryan Madison. I think he was missing three games. Maybe it's four. Uh, but yeah, Parramatta in that one against the Penrith. Panthers at Combank Stadium. That one's going to be an absolute cracker, and I can't wait to see what the Penrith Panthers look like once they come out of this buy and once they can sort of reassess where they're at and where they want to be. I think it's going to be a super interesting one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 